Hello and welcome to Franchise Sports Talk Basketball. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Right then, Sam. Um, it's finished. It's over. The NBA season's finished. We have a champion. Um, yes. All of those things are true. Yeah. It, it seemed just the way it was going, really, wasn't it? The last few games of the series. Um, yeah, what... Any any takes? Um, it's a weird one because we kind of we covered quite a bit of this stuff with the qualifier that the Celtics might fight back, and um, Game Six was. It felt they got off there. They think a ten and zero run like really early on, and it, the crowd was going nuts. And it felt a little bit like we might get the Celtics kind of blow them out, and it goes to Game Seven, where I think I would have backed the Warriors anyway. And then somehow the Warriors were winning at the end of the first quarter. And that point was when it was like, oh, they just yeah. had their like, they had their tidal wave, and the atmosphere was wild, and they had their making a few shots early on, and then the Warriors were still winning at the end of the first quarter. Like, oh dear, that's a problem. Yeah, and then and the second quarter, it, it was sort of killed it a bit, didn't it? I think. Yeah, and I mean, it was much of the same, really. Is the Celtics, their offense just completely craters the number and it the turnover so loads have been made of that 16 or more turnover thing it's not just the turn because the warriors have always turned it over loads they're like they've won four titles in eight years turning the ball over constantly but loads of their turnovers while they look stupid is partly that's a natural um side effect of their offense but they often throw it into the crowd which looks silly but it'll be like there's just a bit of a miscommunication on a cut or something and it goes straight into the third row yeah but that's, it's not, it's not actually a um, transition. You're not giving up a transition there. No, the Celtics, do, almost all of them seem to be... I mean, Jalen Brown and Tatum were doing it so often. Is where they, they Some of it's great help defence from the Warriors. Some of it is poor pass. A lot of it's poor passing. Um, and just kind of like... that, Or they sort of dribble into trouble and end up like throwing the ball somewhere. And even ones that don't count as turnovers when they attack the basket and just like try and put up a shot that's like not really ever going to go in. And they that again opens transition and the Warriors are just, you can't give them that many transition opportunities because they, they already are at a like mass advantage with how they shoot. Yeah. Um, and um, then, then the rebounding as well is it was like, so you, we said before the series, didn't we? Is the Celtics are bigger? They've got to like if they're going to turn the ball over, but the Warriors are going to turn it over as well. Like you, but you can't then let the Warriors get extra possession because so many of those are then like open threes as well. Yeah, and it's, just, I, it's the amount of turnovers as well, though, isn't it? Because even though the Warriors turn it over all series, the Celtics were way ahead in turnovers and the um, points they were giving up off turnovers as well, which I guess is the important thing. Enormous. Um, was yeah, that was almost the difference in the series, really. Um, which I don't know. I don't know. That maybe suggests the Celtics maybe will. Maybe they look to get an actual point guard. Because um, that's the thing. It's like it's been this this year's Marcus Smart, been playing point guard. 
they've had obviously these point guards that have not um, like a string of point guards that are great offensively but like liabilities on defence or they score first as well a lot of those guys yeah, though. But yeah a lot of, which they don't need that at all do they they need someone that can defend and is also just going to be a bit of a floor general um, and even though Smart's obviously a great defender he's really not that guy is he I don't think well, the part of it as well is they need development from Brown and even more so Tatum because even if they get a point guard, there is going to be a lot of time where the beauty of those wing, that wing duo is that they have the ball in their hands and they can do their stuff. But like, if they, they're going to have the ball in their hands a lot, they can't get cough it up as often. I mean, Tatum particularly, like, he's got to be able to go up stronger to score as well. He just like, was not doing anything. When he was going towards the basket, he was like turning it over and not scoring for like the whole series. And some of that's the Warriors. I mean, Andrew Wiggins put in like an unbelievable series, and particularly on Tatum. And then a little bit, I mean, I think you said a couple of rounds ago, is Tatum has obviously taken a big step towards being like a top 10-ish player. Yeah. But then there's just this, we said it, and then he had the massive game six when he was against Giannis. But there's like... That really, really top tier. The the real like upper echelon guys who are definite they can lead the team to a title. They just they don't have like really bad games. Which I mean his game six was, wasn't it again? Yeah, and I mean well so maybe you could then point to Curry. Even Curry's over nine, he was brilliant at everything else. Yeah. And he did get some buckets out of nothing but by driving. Um, and so it, maybe it's just development for those two. I think they will look to get some sort of ball handler as well. Um, but it was kind of a year of opportunity, I think, for both of them. I think like the West was weaker this year, and then the Suns obviously collapsed. Yeah. Um, and you think, well, like who knows with the Lakers? But they do have LeBron and Anthony Davis still. Um, the Clippers are coming back. The Nuggets are coming back. The Mavericks are just going to get better. The Grizzlies are going to get better. Yeah, and yeah, then I was going to say, yeah, what this what this kind of means really for both teams going forward is like this is this. I mean, obviously, for the Warriors, it's not the start of something, is it? But is it the end, or what do you think? Um, I don't, I don't know. Is probably the best answer. I would not go as far to say it's the end. The only thing that would make me even lean towards that is like this older core as we know, when they've got Dre, Clay and Steph Curry together, they basically go to the finals. Yeah. They haven't lost. They basically haven't lost in the playoffs. I, yeah. I With those three when they've played all the games, which is, I know, is a bit of a technicality. Yeah. But will they have them all healthy again? That's the question as they age. Is this I mean, kind yeah, of often, work nicely in the end with Clay often, coming back and getting ready? Sorry. Often the champions are the uh, favourites for the next season. Aren't they? Um, do, what, do you do you think that's the case this time? Um, I mean, are they favourites in the West? I I think it's really really open. I I I really find it hard to look past the Bucks because I think they would have won the title this year if Middleton was healthy. Yeah. Well, um, how about in the West though? Would do you reckon they're still favourites next time out of the West? I. Yeah, but I think it's so close. I, I I think you have to 
put them in that position really at the moment because there's kind of too much uncertainty of everyone else. And obviously the Suns had this great regular season, kind of didn't didn't perform in the playoffs again. But and the eight as well with really them. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. What's what's you know what the situation with Paul is there? He's because he's I mean he's there next year, isn't he? But yeah, I mean yeah. he's going to still be around, and they've they extended his contract and sort of tweaked it slightly. But what do they do in the Aiton spot is the big thing. Um, the Jazz, obviously, with sort of a non-factor now. The Clippers are going to be like right up there. Yeah, you, yeah, we, Leonard should be back, shouldn't he? But the thing with them is, I was just saying about health with the Warriors. Really need to see it to believe it that Kawhi yeah, and Paul George yeah. can both be on the court. They are, yeah, they are one of these teams that has like been a theoretical team for like three years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, well, also, was it the other year when, which year was that? Was that last year, the year before? Um, when neither of them were fit that much all year. And then it was like, okay, now they're back fit for the playoffs. And then, yeah, it actually wasn't that good because they've had to be playing a different way all year to when they've actually got their stars available. So it's kind of... Their yeah, upside is still so high, though, and they've got loads of depth now. Like they, The fact they managed to pick up Covington and Norm Powell, and like they just have a yeah. crazy amount of depth. Um, the Nuggets, they've got the two-time MVP, but like, who knows with Michael Porter's health anymore. Um, yeah. Jamal Murray, I'm really excited to see Jamal Murray play basketball again. He's just awesome yeah. to watch. But I think but, this, the thing really is there's... When we're going through the teams, it's like the Clippers are there as like one of the main contenders, and yet, like as you say, like they've hardly for the last few years had both their stars together fit, and it's kind of you know they're they're one of the contenders if they are both fit. So it's, it's kind of thing I mean, really, at the moment is it's hard, hard to put anyone else above them, really, particularly with their history and the fact they've done it again. You have Kaminga, you know, getting more experience. You know, all, all the other guys. The second overall pick is coming back for Summer League. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, them. yeah, and then, and they're, they're also they're, keeping they their guys. As well, to be honest. Yeah, but there they already has been stuff about, like, it sounds like they are going to pay Wiggins and Paul. They're, they're not, it doesn't look like they're just going to go, oh, well, we've got another one, we'll stop now. Um, I don't know, like, the the other thing this time was the role players are all sort of so ideal. Maybe they end up losing Otto Porter because someone else should pay him. Like, he's an incredibly useful piece, particularly yeah. in the playoffs. Um, but then, like, the idea would be Kaminga can step up a bit. Um, and I just... It, it, it feels like a bit of prisoner of the moment with just, like, always being... They're the favourites when they've just won. But it's not that they've just won, is it? It's obviously not that they've just won. They keep winning. When they're whole, they've basically proven to be like pretty much unstoppable. And Curry is everything. It's all about Steph Curry. There's so much around him, and he's not got any worse. If anything, there's areas of his game that he's got even better. Um, so, yeah, I guess they'd have to be the favourites in the West, but I still I think it's very close. And who knows what happens with the Lakers? I mean, like if they manage to somehow pull off something where they get rid of Westbrook for either not even another star but like basically know. reverse sure. the trade I find it difficult to 
bring the Lakers into this conversation that much at the moment. It's like what they've just made like poor decisions for the last couple of years. They've got themselves in a mess. I mean, LeBron is not getting any younger. I don't think they're with that group. I think they are the the next below, like tiered out, like underneath that. Though I think there's a there's a world where they can get stuff together, and they're still like a good enough team. Partly because they're also a candidate to get these like guys on minimums that are better than minimum players, like the Warriors did, really. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I I think you've got to talk about the Mavericks and the Grizzlies really before. For the Lakers in that conversation, it's like they've they've got LeBron. Um, but I feel like at the moment that's pretty much all you can say about them. Well, Anthony Davis is still better than the second best player on either of the Grizzlies or Mavericks. It's more yeah. that, and obviously the health thing with both of those guys is huge as well. Like, who knows if they're going to be on the court. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, they, they need... I don't know how they're going to manage to... Maybe they'll pull it off, but the, the fact that it's the same front office that built this roster that obviously wasn't going to work around them. The thing is, the Westbrook is now a very different trade piece. There's already been stuff that he like kind of has value because he's on his last year. Is where if they could swap him to a team that has contracts they don't want long-term, so like Charlotte's been mentioned where they basically get off of Westbrook but take back money that runs longer. Yeah. Um he, he, yeah, I I I don't I don't have them up with the Clippers or Nuggets, but I think they are like lurking. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> Thanks. Um So okay, let's let's talk about the Celtics then. I mean, what like they are? We've touched on it a bit. Well, a lot actually over our last few podcasts. These playoffs of like issues they've had. I know it's turning the ball over has been a big one in these finals. Um, but where does this put them? I mean, they like you. You've said a lot. The Bucks are still the favourites in the East. I mean, it's. I think this season in general um, has been like a massive step forward for them, for like the, the Tatum Brown Celtics, basically. Obviously, with that second half, but they are. Yeah, I guess the going to the finals is kind of an exclamation point in a way. Um, but as you say, it maybe was an opportunity missed. I mean, definitely, they were in the finals and they didn't win it. That was, but... They were 2-1 up in the finals. They'd won back home court. I, I think that has to be a big loss. I, I've i heard... Kevin O'Connor has said a few times about them being ahead of schedule, which is true. Tatum is still, I think he's 24, Brown's 25. Um, and as another thing that's been brought up on quite a few other things this too is that loads of like the all-time greats, including Curry, Durant, LeBron... Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, they all win their first one, like 27, 28, 29 range. And Tatum's a long way from that. He's shown he can do it in the playoffs. He's gone up against LeBron as a rookie, all of this stuff. And this is kind of early in the life cycle of the team. But we also, 
There, there were comparisons made to LeBron's um, like first finals run. Um, and it was and obviously what that set up. The thing is, my not not necessarily a fear for the Celtics, but I'm always wary of this like, oh well they'll be back thing. Because that doesn't that's not how it works. That's just not how it works. And I think stuff broke for them in a big way. I think stuff really, really broke for them this year. They were brilliant. Their defense has been absolutely extraordinary. And they they basically came up against a guy that no one has been able to defend because he just does stuff like there's nothing you can do. When Curry starts making those shots, okay, fine. We we'll, don't really need to be here anymore. If, if he's going to hit all those, you've not got a chance. But... Yeah, so I mean... The net two notes... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, yeah, I was just going to say that obviously, well, they swept the nets. The nets were just a shambles, though, again, this year. So, I mean, yeah, not much to say about that one. But the... The Bucks and the Heat going to seven games. When as you're saying, a lot of stuff broke that way. As in, you wouldn't have said there was much going wrong for the Celtics. I mean, I guess maybe they didn't have Robert Williams, did they? For a lot of points, and he's been playing hobbled. But but the Bucks and the Heat. I mean, the Bucks missing Middleton and the Heat obviously were just in a bit of a mess themselves, really. And they still they went to seven games against both those teams. So you felt like it was the opposite, where there, there wasn't really, you know, that stuff was kind of going against them a bit. I feel like that might be what lost them the finals, because some of it in those last couple of games, particularly, and that they had they, their rotation was just getting like shorter and shorter. Their their main guys were playing like way into the forties in minutes, like the whole of the playoffs really, and they had a shorter rotation in the back end of the regular season too. But it's like. They both of those series with the injury advantages they had, them going to seven when they were playing big minutes as well, and they were just knackered by the end. I think that doesn't excuse some of the structural issues with the team and some of the improvements the players need to make individually, particularly with the turnovers. But like, how different do they look in games five and six if they've won both of those series in six games? Like that, they had the. There's an enormous number of minutes between what the Celtics guys have had to play and what the Warriors had to play. Yeah. And I know they're younger, but like that that matters. Yeah. When it gets to the end of like you, you some of those guys have played nearly a hundred games this season. Yeah, it did. It did feel like it tailed off as the finals went on as well, didn't it? Yeah. Their performances really. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a factor in that way. And also, yeah, I don't know, it doesn't maybe fill you of confidence in some ways. But but again, that might be a development thing of like, it was basically a lot of inconsistency from Tatum compared to what I'd expect from like superstar level players in those series. Um, that's the challenge though, isn't it? And that's, I mean... That's what I mean about this being like, this is their first go. Well, it's not their first go in the playoffs, but like this this could be part of like the learning curve. It could be. There's also a lot of really like great all-time players who just never become that like unstoppable playoff force. I don't mean unstoppable yeah. as he's going to win six titles. I mean as in like, like Yanis now. Well, like, yeah. we have no idea how many rings he wins, but like it's... <laughs> Is re- it, you know what you're going to get from him, 
and you you know how like impactful he's going to be. And Tatum did a little bit of a disappearing act at points in these playoffs, and like there's yeah, there's great players who have that as like part of their career. Is they just are yeah, not I mean, they're I not mean, quite there. It, despite where James Harden's career is at the moment, he's going to still go down as like an all-time great scorer. But he's a lot of time he's just not been anything in the playoffs at all. Tracy McGrady, another yeah. one, but like. I mean, injuries obviously impacted him as well. But uh, it's just, it's not a foregone conclusion that the Celtics are back over and over again. Particularly when you think about Robert Williams has always had injury issues. Like, always had real injury problems. The Al Horford renaissance that's happened in these past was phenomenal. But if we're talking about players being old, like, he's also, he was another one that clearly got worn down through these playoffs. And when they were playing games with shorter rest he seemed to just be like suddenly very slow again and he was an integral part of their team um their production from the bench was like all over the place um i think the off season they could do with just getting a bit of depth like guys they can trust yeah um it's so uh, they were kind of at, like six players really for some of this playoffs there's just not enough the minutes get so high um, yeah you end, end up well with like Derek white and um Richard and guys like that were just just had some games where they just weren't offering it much at all and also not not giving a lot defensively either like they're not particularly defend, like defensive stoppers so yeah no, I mean and, and White yeah White was sort of coming in to do or even when he he's got the length at least and he was doing like it was hassling Curry at points but then when you offer like you get to the point they were letting him shoot and then he obviously he had one of the, was one of the guys in game one where Draymond said he's not going to shoot like that again, and yeah that's that's then what happened, and that was part of their demise was they had that explosion at the end of game one and it was yeah well obviously you're going to lose if those guys hit all of their shots, um, and it came back to earth in like a really ugly way, um, and I just the East is weird I mean maybe I don't think it's unreasonable to say they're the East favourites next year because I mean the Nets again. Kyrie Irving now, who the hell knows where he's going to play. The Sixers, who knows what's happening with James Harden stuff. And is James Harden like anywhere near James Harden ever again? Um, the Heat, uh, don't know. They may be going to try and go for a star. Maybe that changes stuff. But then there's like this old core there as well a bit. And like Butler was hobbled for some of the playoffs. Kyle Lowry's not quite the same guy. Bit of a shrug. So it does feel like Bucks and Celtics are like ahead of everyone, um, but I just I find it so hard to go against Giannis and the Bucks as they are at the yeah. moment. Okay, yeah. I just before we finish, then let's should we do the um, the old legacy debate. Sure. What 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 is this? What does this mean? For Curry particularly, or for the Warriors as a whole? Uh, both. The Warriors, well, Curry as one of the Warriors players, like the Warriors players individually, as a dynasty, you know, Steve Curry as a coach, all of it. I think the Warriors as a, as a team, there is something phenomenal in the fact they won pre-KD with KD and then after KD there is that that does yeah. take them to a different stratosphere I think um, 
And obviously that then impacts like how you view Steve Kerr. It's like winning one title when the Cavs were hurt and then they won 73 games and then they blew a lead and then he won with Durant. And it's like, okay, it was easy to say it was just he had the most talented team. He was exceptional in these playoffs. And yeah, I mean, four titles with one core. They're, everything's changed other than Curry, Draymond and Clay, And particularly Draymond and Clay have changed as players. Draymond was scoring like he had 30 point games in other title wins at points or in big playoff runs. Yeah. And he, there were points where he just like couldn't put the ball in the basket yeah, when he was he's, there. He's just as important or maybe more important. I don't know. As well as we've seen like the last couple of years when he's not played. Like when it's when it's Curry, like just obviously Clay's been out loads. When it was like games just with Curry. Uh, you know, sometimes he was pulled off a bit of a shooting night and they won. But in general, they were not a great team. And then when you have Curry and Draymond, it's like they're, they're the Warriors. Yeah, and they're rolling again. And it happened the end of last season when Wiseman went out and they went back to Warriors-style basketball and they mixed up the rotation. And um, yeah, I mean, they the the first team in 2015, obviously Iguodala's been there for all of it as well. The fact they managed to just completely change they had kind of depth in the first team and then they had to lose some depth with KD and then the depth just sort of like petered away the longer Durant was there because of the nature of the salary gap and stuff. And now they've got, they had enormous depth this year in the end, really. And a group of young players. Yeah. Like Wiseman, Kaminga and Moody ended up not playing in the finals. But Moody was really good in the conference finals. And obviously Jordan Poole is there as like this. He had some moments in this series. They they brought his minutes down, rightly so, because he was so vulnerable defensively. But just that, like, they just need something, particularly when Curry was on the bench. He just did enough, just enough that, like, that they, they couldn't completely hammer you in whatever it was, like the 8, 10, 12 minutes that Curry's not on the court. And having that, that sort of talent as a player that you just use as like a an exciting six man is pretty wild to be honest. Yeah, I I think they're in a very strong position, really. I mean, even though obviously those guys are old, it's, um, I know it still has been, as you said earlier. Basically, when those three guys are fit, they've made the finals. Um, and and really, to be honest, other than LeBron, they've when they've been fit, they've won the title. I mean, you have the Raptors won, but there's, there's like even then though, that was with Draymond getting suspended. When they, when they've been available yeah. for every game, they've won the title, and you get into like qualifying stuff a lot. Um, but like not. It's hard to really say much more than that, isn't it? They are the fact they did it again, and stuff fell for them a little bit, like the jar injury. I think they were going to win that series anyway, and then the Suns like got out of the way, but then the Mavericks had just beaten the Suns. They're on top of the world, yeah. And they played the Nuggets, who were weakened, but like that's that's also how it works. And the fact they did hold up, particularly Curry, that everyone goes at him defensively to try and wear him out and beat him up. And that he's now got into a physical condition where he can cope with that. 
and still be the like charging round and on offense like crazy, dragging the defense all over the place. That's impressive in itself. Yeah, it is. I, they're hard to root against as well, I think. I mean, it maybe like the first, it's obviously the first run. So, I mean, this is kind of, you can kind of put this as the same run or maybe this is the second run. You know, it feels a bit like a different era to with what's happened between times. It's like the last title. Um, with the first run, they were so dominant. It was at some points of like, oh, you kind of just, you kind of almost want someone else to win. Um, you know, just because it, it got to that point. That you, like, you know they're going to be in the finals and everything. But I think, again, it is, I mean, it is, you kind of, I kind of want them to keep winning now. There, there are, win, I mean, win a couple more titles. You know, just, it's just sometimes greatness. And particularly when, like this, when it's like such a kind of, Likeable team, I think, and entertaining. The brand, the brand of basketball is really good to watch, isn't it? That yeah. that's part of it, and and the fact that like the core guys, I mean, Steve Kerr is just seems like a a great person. I think that that helps. That helps their likability. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I I'm I'm with you. I think that like there's sometimes just seeing something that great happening is really awesome. And there is that you can't argue with the fact they've like had to overcome adversity this time. I think part of it, rightly or wrongly, with like the Durant stuff that people really didn't like was it got handed to them on a plate, was they were already brilliant, and then they get a guy that's like top three player in the world sort of thing. But this time they lost Kevin Durant and still came back and they managed to turn Durant into Durant with the sign and trade, and then they turned that into Wiggins and Kaminga. And then obviously all the clay yeah. stuff. I mean, it, it's hard to not be impressed by that. Well, it, it would be weird to not be impressed by that, I think, really. Yeah. Just just can't, just finding it very hard to root against them. And with Curry, I mean, where where do you think this impacts or how do you think this impacts his kind of legacy? Yeah, this has been the, better word. the big one, isn't it? It's like, is he top 10 all time now? Um And I know, I think it, the difficult thing with those kind of things is you kind of have to, like, who who does he overtake with this? I guess is the question. Um, Durant is one of them, I think. A lot of people had Durant ahead of him previously. Yeah. Yeah, I think he probably has to overtake Durant. Um But who, who else is there? Who else is usually in, like... Hakeem, Oscar Robertson, um, Shaq. It's hard to put him ahead of someone like Shaq, I think, for a lot of people. Um, I got, think... like, Tim Duncan. Um, yeah, I mean, he just can't quite match, like, the CV of some of those guys. Yeah, I guess that this is the thing where it's, like, he is... Yeah, those guys right at the top is so great. It's like, yeah, it's it's almost it is almost like he he still needs to win another one. 
I think the thing with Curry is there's also like how much do you take into the fact his impact on the sport as a whole and that has to count for something for me I don't you obviously can't quantify it but that Steph Curry has changed how like people even think about basketball and like yeah. we've like we've said previously is that the, what is a good shot for Steph Curry is just not like other people just shouldn't think about doing it that is like that has to be worth something and that he completely he completely bends the game like he just d- setting up to defend a team when Steph Curry is on the court and when he's not and there's no one else like that partly because all these other all the other guards high usage guards no one else does what he does when he's not got the ball that's obviously the biggest thing with him and that like it sounds really simple but i mean that that's the thing is that makes it like him and the warriors are so impossible because of that you compare him to some of the other some of the other like elite guards from this era say that have not had the same playoff success And when they when they don't have the ball, um, you know, it, it, it they might as well be on the bench. Sorry, they might as well be on the bench when they don't have the ball. Yeah. Something. I mean, I, I I mean like Russell Westbrook and James Harden, I think are two I'm thinking of particularly. Luke yeah. or even a lot of the time actually. Yeah. Um, Luke Luke obviously is still very young, and it's they kind of still kind of feel like with that if he's. A lot of time, like super successful teams, you know, win multiple titles. Is a combination of like a star, like a superstar, and a system around them. And you feel like if they're going to get to that stage, Luca, whether it's in Dallas or he moves at some point or whatever, he's still kind of waiting for that system, isn't it? That that's still kind of coming together, maybe. Before yeah. And obviously part of the reason it works with Curry is he's got other people that can do some of the point guardy stuff, whereas Luca has to do basically everything. So when he's not got the ball, it is yeah. like he needs a rest. Then there's the conditioning part, though, is that Curry is now just a phenomenal athlete. Yeah. Um, I think, like, Curry is kind of obviously the best guard-sized guard. Yeah. I don't want to say... I was going to say 6-4 and under. Yeah, basically... Yeah. But like by a distance, I think. I think yeah, like but below six five. Is what so I think Jerry West is small, isn't he? Yeah. Um but like so basically what the I mean. Other ones is up like... There, like you've got Jerry West, Oscar Robertson, John Stockton, um Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I think like basically... what I mean is magic's ahead of him still. And um then yeah. you've got like the bigger guys and you can you can kind of get into that however you want i mean i i've not sort of done enough background on it to know exactly where you'd necessarily order them and it's hard with people from different eras or people you've not seen live in the same way yeah um but yeah i think like you say the talking about the eras thing is it is this era is basically like the steph curry era yeah really um even with LeBron playing like a lot of that time as well, it's it's kind of been defined by Steph Curry. Yeah, and he's he's changed what is acceptable. Sometimes 
<laughs> I think I'm sorry about this, particularly with, well, I don't want to completely single out Trey Young, but he's one of them. And there were the kind of unfair comparisons to Steph when he was drafted as well. Um, is what he, what Steph does on the court is like the just things that weren't happening before that people now do. Um, and some of them, I think, maybe should be left to Steph to do most of that stuff because, like, you can't, you can't necessarily replicate it. Um, the three-point like boom was kind of happening anyway, but he's obviously the face of that, and it's happened as dramatically as it has, partly because of him. People have to defend in a certain way because of Steph Curry, and then the way he leads the most dominant team of his era as well. Yeah, absolutely. And makes it so much easier. I mean, the number of baskets they get, that's basically just, Clay does this as well a fair bit, where it's just like, because one of them has run the other direction, and it's just like, the, it just like bends everyone's minds, and they've just like forgotten that they should probably stop people getting a layup. There's yeah. quite a few of those in those playoffs. It's just, oh, that's like, he, he sometimes doesn't even touch the ball in the possession. Doesn't even touch the ball, and it's just, but that's basically an assist, because they've got an open layup off of that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of funny, isn't it, to watch sometimes modern basketball. Um, and I've got Steph Curry to thank for that. Yeah. So yeah, I think we should wrap up now. Um, yeah, we've we've got to the end of the season, and um, but there's there's plenty more about to happen. Yeah, draft in a couple of days. Lots of stuff on the site for the draft at the moment, and. Um, then free agency and maybe Kyrie Irving changing teams again and maybe yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a lot about that when things happen. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.